2: Welcome back to It Could Happen Here, a podcast about it happening here. And in the original cadence of this this website, uh, or website, in the original (laughs) cadence of the show, that was a reference to a civil war, right? A new civil war, It Could Happen Here. That's what season one was, made a big splash. Now we kind of covered the dystopia beat in general, but today we're getting back to are motherfucking roots because the state of Texas has recently declared a big old fuck you to the federal government, RE, having its National Guardsmen deploy razor wire at the border and stop Border Patrol people from, for example, performing rescues of people who are trapped in the water, drowning. It's a whole thing. At least three migrants have already died as a result of this fuckery by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. And now, like, I don't know, 20 states, something near to that have... It, there may be more uh, by the time mm-hmm. you hear this, but something like 20 states have declared that they're in support of of Governor Abbott's refusal to let the feds in and insistence that he's dealing with an invasion and must take on the border, Texas itself. Uh, and some of those states are now sending, or at least claim they're going to send, National Guardsmen. So when this all started happening... We all got a lot of messages. I got about a billion from people being like, is this it? Is this the Civil War? And obviously, <sighs> a big chunk of that comes from right-wing <sighs> memes because they are all talking about like, yeah, let's do it. Let's have us a Civil War. We're all going to start fighting over. This. Some guy posted his handgun collection like, we're ready. <laughs> Bunch of revolvers. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid shit. It's stupid shit. But, you know, it's not unreasonable to be like, this seems like a massive constitutional crisis that's potentially in line with some of the crises that uh, precipitated the original civil war. You've got a governor completely defying, not now not just, you know, the president and the federal government, but the Supreme Court uh, who ruled that you can't just have your fucking Texas goons stop a federal law enforcement agency from doing its job on the border. So, you know, how serious is this? And is this the kind of thing that's going to lead to uh, A24's new Civil War movie? (laughs) And my quick take on this is no, uh, probably not. I think what this is, is in fact, uh, a governor stretching out his authority and testing how much he can get away with Uh, against the overall federal government because he and a lot of other conservative governors want to do things that are directly in contravention of the Civil Rights Act, uh, of the Bill of Rights, of, of numerous federal protections for their citizens. And this is kind of a way of being like, well, if they won't fuck with us over this, then we can probably... Start imprisoning journalists and, you know, killing people that uh, or at least imprisoning people that otherwise we would not be able to right? like this is a right wing power grab. And it's an attempt to see is the central government weak enough that we can get away with this stuff. I don't think they're all going to start shooting at each other. I don't think Greg Abbott is <laughs> wants to get in a shooting war with yeah. the federal government um, yeah. over a mostly ginned up. The dimensions of the crisis are ginned up and fake in terms of like what he is claiming it is. There is, in fact, a humanitarian crisis at our border, but that's not what his issue is. So that's my quick take. We're going to get into more of all of that. But James, you are our resident border correspondent, respondent and you have some very strong feelings on how all of this has been interpreted in the media. So I wanted to pull to you first and then we'll we'll get to Mia and we'll just kind of round table after that.
3: I do. I uh, in a rare instance for me, I have strong feelings about the way this has been covered and strong feelings about the coverage of the border, which I know is a thing I talk about all the time, but I am beyond frustrated with the way this has been covered. It's hugely irresponsible and it's completely context-free. Like there are people, as there always are with the border, and there always are with the right, who just yeah. tourist outside things that they understand, and, and try and generate clicks by like g'ing up the fear of a civil war. And um, yes, like, I've seen dozens of people sharing uh, headlines about national guard deployments that happened years ago. The national guard have been deployed to our border for years. Yes. I see national guard troops. Every day, I had a National Guard guy shooting yep. me and go, shoot at me, shout at me. A, a, uh, a friend of ours hit.
2: took one of their rifles. <laughs> yes, yes, a friend of, a friend of ours did.
3: The National Guard have been extremely uh, based in arming the uh, the Butterfly Center. <laughs> yeah, they, they,
2: they're there. There's a federal deployment. Texas also has a state deployment. These are different things. And in, other states have also sent National Guardsmen to the border before, by the correct, way. Correct, This is not the first time this has happened.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so there's a federal deployment, and then there are state deployments. Uh, both of those are distinct things. Something to know about the state deployment that is missing in the context-free reporting that you're seeing is that these guys aren't getting any of their federal deployment benefits. So they won't be getting the Tricare, they won't be getting the uh, the time towards their retirement, they won't be getting their GI bill, etc. So like the uh, the Texas guys who are deployed on state orders are really uh, that the National Guard are getting. Bucked by Greg Abbott, like uh, it's it's laughable that that like you know he's pretending that he cares about Texas while actively screwing over. And Robert and I have spoken to some of those Texas National Guard folks last time we were in Texas. Did not seem to be super motivated to be No. There. They're the only military unit I've seen try to form a union because they're not under yeah. the federal they're not under the federal <laughs> orders, so they can attempt to form a union.
2: <laughs> get Billy Bragg down to the border. We yeah. gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, drop in. let's get Billy Bragg.
3: I'll get him going over the Rio Grande and uh, we'll insert Billy Bragg in there, I'll fix it. Um it has been the most dangerous deployment that they've had, including yes. deployments to Iraq. They they have unfortunately uh, a, a habit of drinking and driving which is not yep. proven healthy for them they also there's a quirk of texas law that means that they can't stop national guard soldiers from bringing their own firearms yeah which is great yep. oh, yeah yeah no. and the, thus they can't stop them accidentally killing each other with their own firearms also <sighs> a, yeah it, it's good stuff a tng soldier did die trying to save a migrant from the river Yes, he drowned. So, like, it, it has not like it, it. It is a very boring but also quite dangerous deployment. That you know they have really high. They wrote a manifesto a couple of years ago about how bullshit their deployment was. <laughs> you know, which is which is really great stuff. And um, so, yeah, it, so much of this has been reported without any context, right? Like, I think genuinely a lot of the people reporting on this are not aware that there have been national. There's there a national guard here in California. Like I say, yeah. I see them all the time. They're not supposed to interdict migrants, but I see them doing surveillance and I see them guarding open air prisons in in Hacumba almost every day. And I think that seems to have been missed by the majority of of people covering this. We should talk more about the open air
4: prison part, because I think there's a lot of people who seem to be getting the impression that the Biden administration is like actually substantively trying to do something to like help immigrants and like they're like this this fight is like between like pro and anti-immigration it's like no this is a fight between whether you think these people should be killed incredibly quickly by a combination of razor wire and rivers or whether you think they should starve to death
3: yeah or die of dehydration walking through the desert or die of hypothermia walking through the mountains like i uh... I think I've said something on the podcast before, but I was helping a three-year-old girl who was hypothermic last week. And like yeah. that is what Joe Biden is doing. That is a Joe Biden policy being enacted by Joe Biden as Joe Biden wants it to be enacted, or at very least, yeah, I'm sure his personal uh, like complicity or even understanding is, is relatively low, given his understanding, it seems, of a lot of things. But uh, the Biden administration's policy is to deter people by making crossing more difficult and more dangerous, which de facto makes it more deadly. What, yeah. Abbott is doing with his razor wire and his floating fence is a version of the same thing. Like, they are mm. not distinctly different. When everyone was up in arms about those three people drowning, that's a tragedy. Uh, 850 people died crossing the border in 2022. That was a normal yeah. day. Like, it, the, the distinction is, is maybe in degree. But really, it's it's an aesthetic between between Abbott and Biden on this, and it's just two dudes chest stumping each other, trying to not look weak. There yes. is not an option in the U.S. system which allows you to vote for the party that doesn't want migrants to die.
2: Like like the, both of the parties are completely in lockstep on that. And let's uh, let's let's be very clear about something. Part of why that is is because an overwhelming number of Americans are indifferent or actively hostile to the survival of migrants. Yes. Like this is an inc- it is incredibly unpopular in this country to think these people are human beings who deserve decent treatment and decent lives. This is a fight that the left has lost comprehensively, mostly in large part because the left has completely given up on it, which is why you've got fucking a lot of these Nazbol assholes saying shit like, you know, this is uh we, we have like like saying basically protectionist nativist kind of shit these yeah, days, right? Because I
3: think that like Leftist media has also, and and to include, I guess, liberal media also has completely, oh yeah, like been complicit in this, right? Like the amount of stories that you will read about migrants that don't talk to migrants in, in the next few weeks will will be a lot uh, if you care to read them, yeah. right? And that's because people don't want to come here; they're either afraid of coming here or they don't want to take the time. They don't have the language skills. Like, there are people who have the language skills who don't who don't get these jobs, and there are people who don't have the language skills and who don't have the understanding of how the border on the ground works as opposed to immigration policy in dc works and, and you're going to see a lot of people who don't live at the border who don't come to the border writing about the border and uh yeah that's how we got here and that's how we're getting to this it's largely like a giant panic about a nothing burger but um it, yeah it, it's the reporting has been in continuous be irresponsible and that is in some degree complicit
4: yeah and and i I think this is
3: also the explanation for why there's a lot of people
4: going like why is biden not like sending the troops why is biden not cracking down because he doesn't fucking give a shit it's the same policy he doesn't care right like there's not actually substantive disagreements except over like whether it should be like some like a really stupid political stunt over whether it should be like federal troops like on or like federal, federal
2: agents like on the border or whether it should be the razor wire like he doesn't care yeah You know, and to be fair, I will say, I don't think this is the start, this right here, I don't think is the start of a civil war. We may, if we have one, we may someday see this on like the list of factors contributing to in the years leading up to it. But I will say if we do ever have a shooting civil war, it will be something this dumb. That that I feel absolutely certain of. It will it will be a thing where no one involved really cares about the issue that starts it. It's just a dick measuring contest that goes too far. I just don't think this is the dick measuring contest. But to be fair, it will be something this dumb. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry. If we do start shooting each other, it will be just as stupid as this. (laughs)
3: Yeah. I do think that like I I think we're extremely likely to start a shooting civil war over this or, or in the next few years generally. I do think the chance of shooting in context without a civil war is shooting specifically of migrants, especially in places where they're not safe, like open yes. air detention centers is going up. And yes. that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Like uh, someone who spends a lot of his life there. And, uh, I, I do think that the, might, the, the, I mean, we saw in 2018, right? And, and we've covered this extensively. The Tree of Life shooting was in large part motivated by right-wing rhetoric about a caravan yeah. of migrants. I was in Tijuana in 2018. I spent months of my life helping people down there. Uh, like anyone who's scared of those people uh, is paranoid to say the least, right? Like they were mostly fine, wonderful, very friendly people. Um, I spent Christmas with them. But... Yeah, the 2018 Tree of Life shooting came from paranoia about the border. We're seeing that same paranoia from right-wing media and from liberal media now. And I think that it it would not be unreasonable to have that fear of of individual acts of violence and terrorism along the border.
2: Yeah, I I think uh, one of the things we're going to have to do in the near future is get better at understanding kind of the media dimensions of, of of conflicts like this and and what is an irresponsible way to respond to them. And yes. I think treating this like it is a civil war type deal is kind of feeding into the right's image of itself and their desire to treat this like they're revolutionaries. Now that said, what yeah. is the right thing to do? Cause like the uh the what the Biden administration seems to be doing right now is largely kind of ignoring it. I think at some point they will probably try to nationalize the guard, and we'll see what happens then. One thing that's kind of worth noting is that this has primarily gone viral on right-wing media. I'm seeing yeah. very little of of this on like mainstream centrist, uh, like liberal media sources, and I'm seeing little on this because like. Most of those sources don't really care about the border unless there's some way to like drum up fear against migrants like that. They, yeah. They'll do a caravan story, but this just this just simply doesn't sell. I think when it comes to like what is a, a responsible way to report on this, I, I think you have to start by centering what's actually happening to the migrants, yeah. what's what's being done to them as opposed to focusing on this dick measuring, because that's the actual harm here. The harm here. Is not that uh, that Abbott has been mean to the Border Patrol, and it's not that Texas and these other states, these rebel states, are raising an army to fight the federal government. It's that we're th- there's this argument between the people in power in our country about like how bad should things be for people who are already desperate, and I, I think that's where you should center your focus. Also, I'm I. I I've just noticed this on my other screen. This is a bit off-topic, but uh, you know that movie Rebel Moon by Zack Snyder. Oh God! There,
1: nope.
2: There's an there's an ad for for the canned water company Liquid Death that just is showing a bunch of like I- Imperial troops from that movie beating a man and then drinking Liquid Death water as they relax what? afterwards and i it's the most unhinged ad i've ever seen what? it's like running aside a vox article i've All never right. seen anything like this before it's just like what the wait a second what oh. Zack snyder come on you can't do zack's th- <laughs> zach's no that fucking guy <sighs> oh, jesus talking of advertising buy some liquid death
3: We're back. Yeah, so I want to talk about grift because we talked about advertising a bit. I don't know if you guys have seen the number of like right-wing uh, influencers. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at friend of the podcast Tim Poole's Twitter here.
2: Oh, Tim, that, there's a guy who is excited to have a civil war where he will be murked immediately by one yeah. of his bodyguards. <laughs> 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 yeah
3: yeah yeah. There is a man who's seen combat and and uh, knows what it is to uh, hear rounds cracking off over your head. Okay, Tim Paul, I'm just going to quote here i uh, I have to, ha 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 ha, ha etc. Fuck me, dude, and then safeandreadymeals.com. Uh d- yeah. Paul is not the only one on the uh bucket of food <laughs> grift, right? Alex Jones has been on this too. <laughs> oh yeah, a million years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bit long-time uh long-time food storage guy at Alex Jones. A lot of these guys are like very clearly g up fears of civil war on the right so that they can sell people powder dried eggs. Like it's it's yeah. so transparent. Like they, it's in the same tweet. Yeah, Sobiec, Trump calls for all willing states to deploy National Guard to Texas border and start the deportations. And then there's a special partner offer from mypatriotsupply.com. God. Which is the way to
2: fuel your bigotry, I guess. Guys, two, two things. First off, if you buy your storable food from some right-wing media grifters deal site, you will spend the apocalypse shitting yourself to death. Like, it's all horrible. If you are going to buy, if you are going to throw a bunch of money on store, if you are a a sane and reasonable person who wants to store food, learn how to make your own jerky, learn how to can food. You can do it very cheaply. It is not expensive to can your own food if you know what you're doing. You can can stuff that is in season and get it really cheap from the grocery store, and you can pickle and and do other kinds of can pressure canning. It's really economical, and it will last a long time. If you are going to spend a shitload of money on storable freeze-dried food, you're going to be spending a bunch of money anyway. Just go buy Mountain House. Buy Mountain House. Yep. It's the good stuff. It's tasty. As far as I know, no right-winger advertises on them, and it's, <laughs> it's actually pretty good yep. food. Yeah. That's you what will I sh- keep in my car shit. for emergencies. You will not shit ever. Yeah. ever yeah. again. Yeah, you're never poop again. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But shit out of the, your uh, belly. The fucking biscuits and gravy breakfast selection they have, oh. man. When you're alone in the mountains, that shit is fucking fire. Oh my god. Yeah, that will
3: uh. it is like a bung for the uh, digestive system. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I just want to plug lentils.org, <laughs> which I, I've checked it is a website about eating lentils. lentils.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> lentils forever <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah it is find balance between the yin and the yang in your in your post-apocalypse life with mountain yeah. house and lentils.org that's <laughs> yeah. what i have for you today uh, <laughs> you know what's not running on lentils guys unfortunately huh. this is not an ad pivot i've just i've done the old bait and switch it, it's this fucking convoy that's going to the border I'm oh talk yeah about this a little yeah, bit. yeah let's do that uh, they're like this is where i'm i'm really done with irresponsible reporting like Being like, oh, no, January 6th, part two. Here's a link if you want to take part. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Stop it. But I, I, look, right-wing groups have tried to run convoys probably a dozen times since 2020, right? I think we can all think of a different convoy that's got stuck (laughs) under a bridge. uh, One drove by my house and then basically didn't get any further
2: than that. Yep. Yep. They get lost. They disagree about directions. A a Uh, lot of what, what a lot of people are going to realize is that the Texas border is 12 hours from anywhere in Texas. When you yes. are in Dallas, I believe this is accurate. When you are in Dallas, it is faster to drive to Chicago than it is to drive to the border. You are, it is so fucking far away from anything. You could cross Europe in the time it will take you to get down there.
3: Yeah, I, I love the idea of a convoy of like, uh, you know, like completely Q-pilled lunatics just like, descending on the town of Martha. Yeah.
2: Yeah, attempt. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking passing marathon and going, where yeah. in the Christ are we? Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: uh, God, yeah. Like, it is a really good, really beautiful bike ride from Marfa to the border. There's some dirt roads you can take. Uh,
2: oh, and Marfa, by the way, folks, if you're looking to go down to the border, very fun town. You'll have a mm-hmm. good time in Marfa. <laughs> yeah, do
3: love a bit of Marfa, really. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell my Marfa story. I'll tell you guys when we're done. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, it is not link it's salacious. It's just I don't tell it. But yeah, Marfa is near the border. Lots of things are not. It is a very long way from. I guess Anywhere. like maybe yeah. people could fly to El Paso. That's near the border. Um, but yeah, it's this idea. So there's three convoys, right? One I think is supposed to go from Virginia Beach to Texas. <laughs>
2: Shares? Sure. No way. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Enjoy spending seven thousand dollars in gas each. Yes, exactly. Where right. have they not looked at the cost of fuel? Yeah, you fucking idiots. Have fun, homies. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, another one is
3: going from I think Las Cruces to Yuma, and the one is going from here at San Isidro to Yuma. yes yeah, right. the drive from San Isidro to Yuma is boring AF. Uh huh. But good luck, I guess. Like. Good luck spending that California. Hopefully, they can get pull off at some of the gas stations like east of San Diego, where it's still like six or seven dollars a gallon. Because you're <laughs> fucked if you need fuel there and you can't buy yeah. it from anyone else. Um, but yeah, the idea that people are going to spend all their money like driving across the country—it's also just very like there's the meme right of the like the old white guy wearing Oakley wraparound or fake Oakley wraparound sunglasses, doing a selfie video in his car to rent about like. If, if anything and everything but like I think it's very illustrative of how many of these people don't feel safe outside their vehicles and like need the activism to involve their
2: uh, their F-250 the yeah well in, in part because most of them are like like most Americans not in great shape not physically imposing so if you're sitting <laughs> in an F-250 you feel big and powerful like yes. you know, James you and I both have trucks one of the things about trucks that is nice is that being in a truck you're elevated above the rest of the road right oh yeah and that that gets to a lot of people's heads especially if they have absolutely nothing else going on in their lives <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. which nobody participating in this fucking caravan does so they yeah this is the like it, it it's 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 their it's emotional support right they're, they're sitting in their truck they've got their gun they're not breathing hard because they have to like walk around the world um and they they would desperately prefer that they can that's where how their activism that's how their participation in the second civil war will <laughs> will uh, occur yeah through the means of truck bunch of bunch of fucking wankers yeah so i do want to get into kind of like what we do feel is the actual threats of this again i think the danger here is You've got a lot of kind of fights going down about like how far can governments take their anti-trans legislation? How mean can they be to undocumented immigrants? Like how much violence can they deploy in deporting people? Um, What can they do to journalists? What can they do to people speaking out or engaging in protest without violating the, the, the Bill of Rights? You know, what can they do to marginalized communities without violating the Civil Rights Act? I think this is an attempt to set a precedent for ignoring federal control so that they can be crueler to large groups of people within their purview. And I think a lot of this is a reaction to this is kind of their, what if we lose this election, right? I think there is a fear, and I don't necessarily think this fear is actually like borne out. I don't think the rights, um, national hopes in terms of its ability to get elected again after Trump are as poor as people want them to be, as I might want them to be. yeah. But I think there is real fear among the right that if Trump doesn't win this, they're not going to win the presidency again. Right. And I think part of what they are doing is setting up. All right, then we will just take over and take increasing autonomy in our red states and we will effectively govern them very differently and, and govern them in contravention of how the rest of the country and how the, the federal government how the Supreme Court says that they can be governed because we can't be cruel enough without that. And I think that is what they are stepping up to be able to do. If you're asking, you know, what what do I think will be sort of like line crossings that could lead to, to mass social violence in this country? One thing, I don't think they're going to take that leap while a Democrat is in control of the federal government and the Defense Department. I think they will push for a violent crackdown on everything left of the far right if they win power again, uh, because they talk about that repeatedly, because they promised yeah. to do that. Yeah, And I think that if they lose, there's there's an off chance. I don't think this is likely, but it's not impossible that protests and violence as acts of protest against Biden winning a second term could snowball into uh, you know something that resembles an insurgency. Not impossible. I don't think that's the likeliest outcome. But- I don't see them starting to shoot at federal troops now while Biden is in the White House. For one yeah. thing, I feel like that's the thing that would really clinch it for Biden. <laughs> if if yeah. the Texas National Guard starts trying to secede, well, you've made his re-election campaign easier, right? Because now none of the red states, like none of the states that secede, you can't also have an election where those states get to vote, right? Like that's that's just not yeah. the way it yeah. works. Yeah. So I don't feel like that's the likeliest thing I think this is uh, yeah. I think I've made it clear what I think, and I think it's really clear that it's time for our second ad break. That's right. Hopefully, it's an ad for the new trans fried Oreos. Have you guys yeah. seen those? Oh, yeah, no, I've
3: mm-hmm. yeah. not seen yeah.
2: those. What? Wait, trans fried Oreo? Yeah, well,
3: right. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe it's just me. I was just reading a story earlier, and I noticed trans it, uh, fat
2: Oreo. or gender. No, no, they uh, they have like a blue oh, yeah, and yeah, a this pink is a trans and, flag and, Oreo.
4: Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay. But <laughs> yeah. yep. they have a Should bunch
4: really of, of pride Oreos. Wait, <laughs> this shout this out, is from I, two years
3: ago. Hold on. This
2: is oh, old. Okay. 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 I was about to say I, way, just I, don't really a, have a, I just put I have just put a link in there this. to
3: woke woke biscuit.
2: That's good. I, I have I have no opinion on, on this. I, I guess <laughs> it's good Oreos aren't bigoted.
4: Yeah. Well, d- that that don't said. buy these give your money <laughs> to me instead.
2: Yeah. I don't think it really matters either. <laughs>
4: Ah, we're back. You know, wh- one thing I think about, like part of why this is going viral, and I think part of what's an issue about this with the way it's being talked about on the left, but also you know the way the, the way it's marketable to the right is that the thing about this conversation is that it looks like a civil war, but it, it looks like it, it's 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 exactly perfectly engineered to look like the League of Civil War One. And that is incredibly misleading. It's 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 basically it's like a marketing thing, right? Because like, yeah, you know, and this is something we've talked about on this show for like literally since day one. Is that like a civil war in the United States is not going to look like a bunch of states like form an alliance and then all and they're fighting all of the other states. Like it's not it's not going to look like yeah. that. It's going to look closer to Syria than it is going to look like like the 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 first American yeah. Civil War. But people haven't shaken. The, the like the sort of like brainworms of a civil war is like 16 yeah. states fight 16 states even though every he, single civil war that we've had like in
2: the intervening like 100 like 200 years has not been that and here's here's how wrong here's how people are comprehensively wrong about this right on the left side you have LMAO, you guys are going to fight the federal government with your AR-15s. They got bombs and planes. And like, <laughs> well, we've seen how well our bombs and planes work against insurgencies. We're not good at winning those. If there were an, <laughs> yeah. a real insurgency, and there's certainly ingredients to it, it would actually be a problem for the U.S. However, yeah. that does not look like 16 states declaring themselves seceded and going to, because that's a conventional war. And you know what would happen if Greg Abbott started a conventional war against the U.S.? Greg Abbott doesn't have a fucking bunker. Right. Yeah. Like we could we could he could be he could be blown up. He is, again, nothing against being in a wheelchair. But this is not a man who is capable of, like, living (laughs) underground and hiding from federal bombers. Like, that's just not the kind of conflict that you need to be concerned about. Yeah. This this man does not have the bin Laden dog in him. He just does not. No, He sure. He
3: sure doesn't. Yeah, no, he uh, the idea of Greg Abbott taking to a cave system in uh,
2: <laughs> doing a Tora Bora <laughs> at yeah, the border yeah, of Texas, he's hanging yeah. out and fucking yeah, yeah just, <laughs> just
3: thinking, like, fucking Big Bend or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Torah in Big yeah. Bend, Jesus yeah. Christ.
2: Right, yeah, it will be outstanding. We would love to see it, yeah, you know? but yeah, unfortunately, but, like, grainy photos of Greg Abbott and like the mountains of southern Texas shaking hands with Mexican revolutionaries. <laughs> (laughs) they smuggle (laughs) rifles to (laughs) him. rifles that they also got from the united states (laughs) that is what we call the
3: circle of life oh Uh, god yeah god we can we can dream but Mm -hmm. it it does seem unfortunately unlikely yeah it it would be very funny uh yeah see uh, a seal team go off to
2: greg abbott yeah yeah absolutely seal team fighting the texas rangers oh if only (laughs) if only (laughs) just a
3: bunch of dudes each with a revolver because they thought it looked cool until the very first time someone was shooting back at them
2: yeah it's it's a real like who has who is on the most hgh competition (laughs) (laughs) whoever whoever can stop the steroids from flooding in is going to win that's the spice in this particular conflict (laughs) <laughs> yeah we would love to see it. joe rogan's the baron harkonnen of making sure everybody's spec ops guys have enough gear <laughs> floating above a fucking table <laughs> great uh, yeah, it,
3: it would be wonderful uh in, in in some senses but yeah i don't mm-hmm. think we're gonna see a uh a shooting waterboard it will be interesting to see how like biden has screwed the pooch in terms of like his media management of this i would say yeah. And it will be interesting to see uh, how hard he goes in response like, or if, if he goes hard yeah. in
2: response. I, th- I think the smart answer would be nationalize the guard if there's things that you can actually prosecute people over, prosecute them and continue to not deal with it in the media. Like the, his instinct isn't bad in terms of not wanting to feed in directly to the right wing outrage loop, but you still have to... You still have to go after them for this, right? And it's the kind of thing it's probably like too much to hope for any real action being taken. But, but I would say that's probably the smarter option, right? Not to say anything of like what the most moral thing to do is. But the smart option is don't feed into the fundraising loop because we should probably get in on that. This yeah. is all a fundraising thing, right? In addition right. to them testing yeah. the waters, that's the biggest dimension of this is – and that's why we talked earlier. All of these guys, Tim Poole and Jack Posobiak, and I'm sure the Daily Wire guys that are on it now, are like advertising their storable foods companies and shit. The point of all this, it, all right wing messaging, all far right messaging starts as a grift. It all starts with a product to sell. That's, by the way, how guns became so enmeshed with the far right, right? A lot of gun companies yeah. realize that, like, Americans only need so many guns for like reasonable self-defense and hunting and even even recreational purposes. There's only so many guns a man could shoot at a time. But you can really (laughs) get people to stockpile shit like crazy if you convince them they're like preparing to be guerrilla fighters in a in a future civil war. And so. And a lot of these like GunTuber influencers, that's kind of where they increasingly went because that's where the money was. And so this becomes more and more of a part of right-wing politics because a lot of people on the right have a lot of money to be made in, in messaging this kind of stuff and selling this kind of stuff. The same thing is yeah. true with the Civil War shit. It, it's true with these like fears that the government, you know, we can sell you storable food. We can sell you fucking bunkers. All of this stuff comes out of some sort of financial grift. And the biggest thing that most of the people involved in this are hoping for, fucking Jack Posobiec doesn't want to be fucking hiding underground, getting bombed by the U.S. <laughs> Air Force. Jack Posobiec wants to make another million dollars off of affiliate sales of bullshit, yeah. right? Yeah, of that's shit. what. And and a lot of these people, these guys doing this caravans to the borders, they're not planning on spending their own money on gas. They're hoping that they can crowdfund a shitload of money, and I'm yeah. sure one of them will steal all of it and run away, right? That's what <laughs> usually happens with this kind of shit. Yeah. But that's what they're all hoping to do. And so that's kind of the – over. if you want to actually hurt them, if you're looking at where do we – how do we draw a strategic victory out of this – Find a way to damage their ability to profit off of this shit. And I do think part of it is not making this as big a story as it otherwise might be. But that's not simply enough because the right is large enough that just through their media hyping this up, they can make a decent amount of money off this stuff. So more complex solutions are needed.
3: Yeah, I do think... We should probably discuss like the potential of Abbott using this in a personal, like a later presidential run, right? Like, yeah, he's in New Delhi at the moment.
2: Have you seen? He sure these? is. He's he's, yeah. he's in New Delhi hanging out with everybody's favorite pseudo dictator of India, Modi.
3: Yeah, like Abbott trying to build this kind of uh, like like electoral alliance and international alliance for uh, like fascist like Wolfenstein America is uh, is I think like it's concerning because like. Trump has a lot of baggage, and I think obviously he has a great degree of personal support. As we're seeing in the primaries, but uh, if they don't make, if they don't stick the landing with Trump, I think Abbott is waiting in the wings to uh, to make perhaps a a, 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 a more competent fascist than Trump and, and make an attempt at running for the presidency.
2: Not good. Anything else to say? Fuck all of them.
4: Yeah, that yeah, too, sure. but <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the other thing that you actually can do about this is that look, th- this bullshit, all of this stuff is going to continue until there's actually some kind of sustained attack by the left on like politically on the border regime, right? That was a thing that when I when I was like, you know, when I was like like coming up like 2016, 2017, 2018, we were doing, right? There was Occupy ICE, there was like there were mass demonstrations, there was like critical pressure being applied, and we didn't go far enough. Part of the reason we didn't go far enough is a lot of people fucking a lot of very optimistic political groups, like including like PSL, et cetera, et cetera, like hijacked a lot of these things and pulled people off of occupations. But, you know, there was actually there were there have been periods in my lifetime, like not that long ago, where there was actually forward progress being made about this shit, to the point where like even the where like the Democrats were trying to co-opt it. And it doesn't fucking have to be like this. Like we don't, we don't have to have hundreds of people fucking dying at the border every year. We don't have to have people in open air fucking prisons. It doesn't have to be like this. We can fight them and we can win, but it requires actually like it requires actually going and fighting. And you know, you have, you have to act, you have to actually be willing to do this. You have to be willing to commit to the organizing. But if we don't, if we just keep leaving all of this shit to like, just the literal howling fascists and then Biden who is like it like on, on the border doing the same thing, but not being, but not like howling about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like this, 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 this country is going to go into fucking oblivion. And we are, we are going like, we are, you are going to see in your lifetime, the U S government shooting people on the border, like with machine guns. Right. If you, if we don't stop this fucking now, that is, that is what you are going to live to see. And it does not, we don't, we don't have to, we don't
3: have to live in that world. But you have to act now. Yeah, I think that's a a great like it is also within our power to like there is not a a voting option, but there is always a mutual aid option at the border. And I, I know I bang on about this, but like if you are within range of the border, you can go and help. If you're not, there are migrant communities in your city, in your town who need your help. And like the way we get through to our boomer uncles and, and and Facebook aunts and stuff is is by showing them that migrants are people with stories who are just the same as you and they just want a chance to raise their kids somewhere where they're not gonna get fucking killed by a car bomb. And the the more human interactions more people can have with migrants and the more stories we can tell that center migrants as people, not as numbers or a tsunami or any of this dehumanizing rhetoric, like the the more likely we are to take the teeth out of this. Um, And that's something that
2: all of us can do. Yes. All right. So, that's a good thing to end on. And obviously, uh, buy our storable foods. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go to pissingmypantsdriedfoods.net and use promo code Robert Evans says the apocalypse is coming. It's a very long promo code, but you will get... Actually, it increases the price by 15%, but please do it. We get more Anyway. Yeah, well, we get more money. That's going to be it for us here, and it could happen here. Until next time, I don't know. Go to sleep with dreams of a JDAM taking out Greg Abbott. <laughs> right, in the, right in the Austin <laughs> Capitol building. Just bam, baby. <laughs> uh, won't happen, but it is a funny thing to think about. <laughs>
5: It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
1: watch what you want when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.
4: Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell they're with us today on Crew Call.